going on, everybody? Welcome back to the greatest combat sports culture on the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. This is episode 281. I'm your host, Serge Vicente, and today I am joined by my brother from another, yes, my brother in combat. I am talking about, from Mystic Black, my brother Darnell Giovanni. Darnell, welcome to the show, man. Thank you for joining me, man. This is, you know, it's been too much time. My man, dog. It's been like months. It feels like years. It feels like decades, centuries. Um, I got so much to say. We got so much to talk about it. Let's get to it. Let's get into it, man. And look, um, this is going to be a little quick fire for you guys today, but we wanted to get something out to you guys um, because obviously Brother in Combat is coming out tomorrow. So we're going to have way more to talk about there, but there's so much that happened in the news and we have to, I got to start with your boy, with your guy. <laughs> I got to talk about the mystic one. I'm talking about Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier have been going at it and not actually in the cage, fam. They're going at it on Twitter. McTwitter is back. <laughs> McTwitter is back. And not only is McTwitter back, man, it seems like the old, angry, surly Conor McGregor is back. But the whole beef started because it sounds like Dustin Poirier put his dirty laundry out there. Darnell, do you want to kind of explain this a little bit more for people? So Dustin Poirier t- uh, responded to something that Conor McGregor said on Twitter. And he says, hey, your team hasn't reached out to me about your $500,000 donation that you guys promised you'd give to me back in January. We haven't heard anything from you guys. So I'll see you July 10th. Knock you out then. He, he, yeah. and so Connor responded and said, hey, I'm a person known for giving, giving uh, showing, showing uh, generosity. When we give amount, that amount of money, we need to know where it's going. We just don't give money. But... Before the fight, they, Connor was the one that said, hey, I'll donate to the, your, your uh, Good Fight Foundation after this fight, no matter what the outcome is. And looks like Connor did not back up what he had to say. Let me ask you this, brother. You are a self-proclaimed McGregor apologist. But I say that in the best way possible, okay? <laughs> I say that in the best way possible. You know, because if it, here's the thing. It wouldn't work if I was, because I'm definitely not. I, I absolutely am not. And uh, and I had to get your opinion on this. Man, you being a Conor McGregor guy, is he, who's, whose side are you taking on this one? Is Dustin Poirier shitty for putting his business out there and essentially embarrassing Conor McGregor? Or is Conor McGregor in the right? Who, who Whose side are you on? Number one, I personally was waiting for this to happen because I knew once Conor lost that fight, when he said no more Mr. Nice Guy, he was going for the emotions. Usually Conor McGregor gets these guys with emotions before a fight. Yes. I know with the yes. Donald Cerrone fight, he came in that same kind of direction, but he didn't really need to do anything, honestly. Cabo Cerrone is kind of a guy. Off of what, three, four knockouts was, in a row? He was off, that fight? Yeah, he was on a losing streak. If, if we're being honest here, Cerrone's a little bit over the hill. He's been fighting for a very long time. He didn't have to do that. He kind of had the same approach with this Dustin Poirier fight. I still feel that he doesn't need to uh, do these things to promote a fight, but he needs these things to affect the other fighter so now they can fight more emotionally because he's beaten a lot of guys with emotions. So now that Conor McGregor is responding this to, to, to these tweets and calling him a hillbilly and Hill all Billy. these names all of a sudden, this is coming out of nowhere, Poirier is responding back, but Poirier doesn't seem emotional. Poirier is just giving... 
the straight up facts. Straight facts. Yo, time out. Did you see the okay message? Kyle yeah, was talking was all so that much. shit. And all he did was send the okay of him knocking. And I'm talking about slow motion. Slow motion of the knockout. Out. <laughs> I, when I saw that, I was like, yo, Dustin, that is savage. He basically said right there, I, I'll speak in the cage. You want to talk on Twitter? We'll talk facts. But at the end of the day, I am a fighter. This is what I do in the cage. This is the work I put in. I just beat you back in January. I knocked you out. I feel like I'm going to do it again. I feel like right now, Poirier has the upper hand. Facts. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to say this. Um, Whose side am I taking? I'll be very honest with you. And, 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 and don't get it twisted. I'm going to give myself a little bit of time in the future to think about this. But as of this present moment in time... Yo, Connor's coming off as nasty. He's coming <laughs> off as super nasty. And the reason I say he's coming off as nasty is because here's the thing. Especially for rich guys, right? I mean, come on. How, how, all of us grew up watching Scarface. Only thing I got in this world is my balls and my word. And I'm not breaking them for nobody. Scarface. Fam. I'll be honest with you. If this is the case, it proves that Conor McGregor isn't a man of his word. And if he's not going to be a man of his word, especially somebody who is a businessman of the caliber that he is, man, that fucks with his reputation. And that's what happened more than anything else. I think Conor's embarrassed, but he's a sucker-ass dude for not paying that shit. And I will say that. Do I think it's going to happen? Do I think what he's doing, those tactics, are they really going to affect Dustin Poirier? Man, after looking at his responses and essentially slow mowing him knocking Buddy out, I don't think Dustin is phased in the least. And I think Dustin knows what it is. Now, here's the last thing I want to add to this one before we move on because this is a quick fire episode today. Um, what I do you believe Connor in the midst of all of his rambling went out there, McTwitter said, This fight's off. Fuck you. I'm done. No more red patty night. I t- I give it, I take it away. <laughs> Good luck with your old contract. Do you think this fight is no longer happening? That fight is happening 100%. He's just messing with these emotions. He knows he <laughs> wants that fight back. Like, Connor will just not take, oh, no, no more fight. Connor wants that fight back so bad. His competitive nature, he needs to get back in there to prove himself in, what, in whatever capacity that he is, win or lose. He needs to get back in there to see where he really stands in his, in his career. No matter what anybody has to say, if he gets knocked out, that shows you a lot. If he doesn't, who knows? It's going to be very hard to improve in that amount of time, but he's got the funds to do it. He's got the people he can hire to make it happen. It's possible, but I don't think he's that. I don't think he's really taking that fight away from him. I think this is just a Twitter, McTwitter kind of thing that he's doing. He did it when he fought Nate Diaz. He did it when he fought uh, Habib. He's always doing these things. This is this is the McGregor that everybody wanted and missed. He's here, guys. He's back now. He's, he's back, back now. Nobody can he's complain back. about, oh, he's being this nice guy. He's not Mr. Nice Guy anymore. You guys wanted this? You got it now. We got it. Well, look, um, <laughs> we can talk about this one all day because there's so much going into this story. I mean, fam, this is this is a modern, this is a grown man soap opera, and I love every fucking second of it, okay? This is amazing. Some people watch Real Housewives <laughs> of Beverly Hills. I watch Fighting and Real Housewives. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on to the next one again. This is a little quick fire. Um, one championship Oof. made their TNT debut, their American debut. They 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 go right in after AEW wrestling. Great lead smart, in, smart decision, smart decision. Um, the card. Now, granted, the card I didn't understand why they did it. They had Ruguru and some of the other big names, literally not even televised. They just ended yeah. up showing the highlights. But 
two things I want to talk about. Let's let's start about with this one. Eddie Alvarez goes in there and gets <laughs> DQ'd in the very first round in a fight that it seemed like. Here, let me ask this better question. Was Eddie Alvarez's opponent, does he deserve an Oscar? If I were to read that card for the winner of the biggest act male actor of that night, my God, he would get it. I think his Lurie was his name or something like that. My God, man. These are guys that Yuri are, or some that, shit. That, that that get beat up every day and are in, in, in hardcore trainings. And you're gonna tell me a couple shots that weren't even that hard that didn't hit his back. I think one of those shots hit the back of his head. And then the one right before the hammer, the one yeah, right before. the one right before the hammer. And just like, oh, now that's it. You're just going to quit like that. And then you have to leave on a stretcher. Get out of here. I know you, there's people who try to play the game like Al Jermaine probably did, you know, but like the, there's there's a difference in acting e- there. We're going to go. Little, we're going to put that on Al Joe. A little bit. You did okay. play it a little bit, a little bit, you know, but like that's a championship fight. This is a fight that there's no belt on the line here. And this is a first round, the first 30 or 45 seconds of a fight. And that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. I can understand you're tired. You're trying to do this, this, and that. No, there was nothing There was nothing wrong with him. I'm sure he's been hit harder than that. So I think Eddie Alvarez got played. And he got played by that referee and the rules of one championship. I know people like to talk about them being progressive, but I don't think they're too progressive in some things that they do. You know what? I, I, that's a good point, and we, we can deep dive into that in, another, in a later date. Because yeah. I, 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 I really, that's such a great point. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let's keep. I'm gonna keep it on surface level with this one. Mm-hmm. In terms of the referee, that is the referee's fault. Yeah. What if at if, if at the very least, even if you're, I, I would. I was listening to Big John McCarthy and Josh uh, Thompson's show. Like I was uh, listening to them. Granted, the, people the, listen the Fox to that news show? of no, MMA shows. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up the Fox News of MMA shows. I was watching that one. But he made a good at the end of the day, I will listen to Big John, especially when big things in terms of refereeing and judging pops up because he is the best to ever do it. He he legitimately wrote like Bernie Sanders says, I wrote the damn bill. It's the same <laughs> shit. His ass wrote a lot of the, the rules in place for MMA. Yeah. So I really respect what he has to say in that capacity. But even him, one of the things that he was saying was that this Yuri, whatever the Italian gentleman's name was, Buddy was leaning into the shots. He was literally turning his head in order to get hit in the back of the dome. So for me, at the end of the day, he damn near disqualified himself in that capacity. He didn't seem like he wanted to be there. He got got taken down. It was just like, wow. In, in the same way that Jorge Masvidal says, he must have just felt like he was just too much man for him. <laughs> and he was just like, I just want to get out of here. And he looked like he wanted to get out. I hope for Eddie Alvarez, he gets that fight back. I was heartbroken for Eddie. Ooh, it really see him cry. That, 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 that hurts, oh, man. That hurt oh, my heart. That hurt my heart so bad to see him cry, man, um, like that. Because at the end of the day... When I look at him, when I see what's going on, I like it that he didn't deserve that, man. He really didn't deserve that at all. Really quick, this just popped up, and I, and I want to get your thoughts on it, okay? This is totally, we haven't talked about this yet at all, even beforehand, yeah. really fast. We're going to move on from this topic. Um, Rose Namajunas, we love Rose Namajunas. We do. Both of us do. Huge fans. Have you heard of the beat that she's currently in? 
the the red comment she made regarding uh oh no nasty no it's it's, i'm not defending rose here but rose has always been a very over emotional fighter oh person not just a fighter a person and i don't think she said things in the past that has been this bad but she's she definitely gets very emotional about a lot of things and she doesn't know how to put words together sometimes but for what yeah, she hey, Rose, said, that's a racist. Yeah, it's, it is. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, it's real racist. Tell them tell tell what she said so everybody can uh, uh, so if, she if went out there. She said, and, and we're paraphrasing, and like I said before, this is something that we'll deep dive into a little bit more in the future, okay? Um, listen to Brothers in Combat people each and every week. Not your average MMA podcast with myself and the gentleman standing right here, sitting right here next to me of Mystic Black Darnell Giovanni. So make sure you check out that show. But um, we have I have to say this. Uh, she went out there. She was talking about her Lithuanian heritage and she was talking about how within her Lithuanian heritage, um, essentially the World War Two. Russia, the Soviet Union was it was the one that ended up, you know, doing a lot of bad things to him. Because of that, she says, I don't believe in anything, you know, red and everybody who's red must die or something along those lines. And and you know, if it's red it must bleed or some shit. And she's like, since she's red, that's how she feels about her and now whatever. So now it's like this political nonsense. I'm paraphrasing it, but you hear it, it's just nasty because at the end of the day, hey man. She just lives there. She ain't part of the damn, <laughs> you know. She ain't she ain't part of the government. Like that's, that's like calling like, us a, like oh Trump, Trump supporters because he's our president. Should, nah, we don't support. I don't support him. You no. can't just you, that person rides along with that, and you have to put under, underneath that flag or whatever as well. It it, it was it, <laughs> I I just hated to see Rose Namajunas say that. But again, we'll discuss that at any further date. It was just. Oh, it just makes me feel bad. It's nasty, and and I and I was really pulling for Rose on this one. Shit, I think I said it on Brothers of Combat. I was yeah. picking Rose for that fight. <laughs> I'm going with Whaley. Uh, <laughs> you, you know how I get down. You do. You, you start talking like that. I can't get down with you. I can't even cheer for you. You ain't even get my picks. All right, <laughs> my bad. Moving right along. Let's stick with uh crazy things that happened in Singapore. One championship, TNT won. The greatest, the GOAT, Demetrius Johnson, got knocked the fuck, fuck out. out. <laughs> he got caught with a huge knee in the middle of the second round. Seemed as if he was just too small for the weight class, which is crazy to say. Let me ask you this before we really get into the knockout. Our knees to a grounded opponent, do you feel it was a little bit of karma for Demetrius Johnson, because <laughs> I, <laughs> the reason I say that is because Demetrius Johnson, when Aljamain Sterling got kneed in the face, he said knees to a grounded opponent should be okay, and then he got kneed in the face too, and he was grounded. Do you think that was a touch of karma coming to Mighty Mouse? I don't think it was karma, but I think that he definitely set himself up for something like that to happen, <laughs> like making comments like that, and boom, it happened, and he got kneed right to the face, where in that kind of a moment, he probably could have recovered, and not have to worry about getting kneed in the face. But I think he was pretty much rocked pretty bad before that because he caught him with, a, I believe, a little bit uppercut. of an uppercut as he was going down, and Demetrius was rocked there. And I just think that he was just fighting in a wrong weight class. And all that so water-loading rule they have over there, I think it's complete and utter bullshit. And you're going to have a lot of people looking very, very big 
compared to their other opponent because everybody's body works very differently, especially after a weight cut. And you can see that in there. It was Demetrius Johnson against a 145 pounder. I was just going to say that, bro. He looked easily. And it wasn't even just his, like, dude, it wasn't just the height. It was his Everything. chest, his back. Every it was just a this, bigger this, human being. This is the Demetrius Johnson that never had an issue taking anybody down. This is the Demetrius Johnson that was taking Henry Cejudo down, an Olympic rest, an Olympic wrestler, struggling, struggling to take. Uh, for, for uh, I'm forgetting his last name. Marais, uh, Adrian Marais is down. Who's like, a monster? He's, not he's, taking anything he's, away from. He's him. a good. He's good. He trains the top team down here. He has a lot of beasts he trains with, but he made it look pretty easy. Honestly, I didn't see Demetrius Johnson win any point of that fight at all. At all, yeah. At I'm all, I'm with and you. That, that, that was going to lead to my next question. Do yeah. you think if they do have a rematch, does Demetrius Johnson, in your eyes, even have a shot? No, absolutely not, because he's just too small. And I'm and I'm not the biggest old size is going to change everything, but there, yeah, size is going to matter 100 percent because absolutely a lot of things that you want to do, a lot of places you want to be dominant, you cannot be, especially a guy as higher level like uh adriana for uh, because this guy has over 30 fights he's been fighting for a long time this is no yeah. rookie that's just started fighting no this guy's been doing this for a very long time you put that together that's not an easy matchup for for uh a demetrius but real quick let me ask you this do you like knees to the uh, grounded opponent are you okay with that i know you watch pride i know you're a pride guy from back in the day but are you okay with knees to a grounded opponent because it's a little dangerous you know what man <clears throat> I am. I am. And and I've been going back and forth with this a lot because originally it, it just looks so fucked up, right? Yeah. You're just like, oh my God, this is awful. But when you really think about it, what's the difference between that and me getting kicked directly in the face with a shin? What's 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 the difference between me, me standing in the clinch and catching an elbow off the break? Realistically, <clears throat> it is a part of the game. And what what separates us from boxing, right? What separates us is it feels like it's a real fight, okay? That is another component of an actual fight. If that's another component, and here's the thing, the way Marais literally framed Demetrius Johnson, he that that was like they drilled that. That was it calculated. Was <laughs> it was clean. <laughs> he framed him, he turned him, he followed through. It is a part of the game, and here's the thing. Demetrius Johnson was one of those guys that's not accustomed to that. He's not yeah. used to it. I guarantee you now. People, if you you allow this across all MMA, you think guys are gonna fuck around on the ground? You don't you think we all of us hate when we have this playing this game with your hand going up and down on the ground? Blah blah blah, dude. Think about this. Last, lastly, about that That's also. True. That's true. The, you that. know what I'm saying? We, that would go away. That would go away. People would quickly try to get back to their feet because in the transition, there's danger. A lot of times within the transitions, <laughs> there's no danger. Now there's going to be danger within the transitions. I'm here for it. It is what it is. I, th I, I generally I'm here for it. Do you remember when Strike Force um, didn't allow elbows to grounded opponents? Do you remember that? Yeah. And, and it was just like this is stupid. Why are they doing it? <laughs> right? They're right there. And that's all. And it's kind of starting to feel the same way. Now you're looking at it. You see what's going on. If it's a part of the rule set, we implement it. Then you could actually learn to defend against it. So it's hard. if we're gonna do it, Not let's really. just fucking do it. You yeah. Know what I'm saying. I didn't think about the, the hands to the ground when they're playing that game because I used to hate that game a lot. So that's definitely true. I, I can I can I can agree with that. But I, yeah. I just think the knee is just so dangerous, man. I know I know the other things are too, but just like 
in that space and how fast it comes at you and heavy. I don't know. It's it's a difficult one for me. I just I'm, now, I hate to see a lot of these guys. In the face? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I was a pride guy, okay? Like, that shit. Like, yo, if you guys have to check it out, go back and watch some old Vandalay Silva. Soccer kick highlights pride. Type that in YouTube. Jeez. All right. Um, Terrifying. Sucks for DJ, Terrifying. but he handled it like a champ, though. Yeah. DJ got legit, right up. He handled it like a champ, got right back up, dusted himself off, said, meh, shit happens. Man. <laughs> And, and really, he's right. Go at the end of the day, everybody gets touched. Now, I, real, real quick, before we transition, yeah. I need to ask you this: mm-hmm. Connor, Stepe, DJ, man, within three months, three of the legends of the sport have gotten KO'd Yo. nasty. It, it does is this just showing how quickly the game has evolved? Yes, one hundred percent. That guy like Francis Ngannou, who was in jail about four years ago is now the heavyweight champion of the world. If that doesn't show you that you can do anything in this sport and learn. Anything is possible. (laughs) You can learn anything you want in this life, guys. Look at at Francis Ngannou. He's a heavyweight champion of the world. Man was in jail. He's in jail, okay? So He just started training MMA like yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) Some guy's been training MMA for 15 years and can't break the top 15. Like, it's 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 definitely <laughs> it's definitely a, 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 a difficult sport, but you can learn it. And there's so many resources for you to keep getting better and get to a point where you can be a champion one day. So absolutely, definitely absolutely. does show it. It's fucking crazy. All right, real quick before we get out of here, um, up a fight this weekend, UFC Vegas. Martin Vittori defeated Kevin Holland by a score of a lot to a little. So we look at this. <laughs> People are going back and forth saying that they think that Marvin Vittori deserves a title shot. I'll absolutely be honest with you. not. Thank you. He does absolutely not. You 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 beat a dude who just got washed the exact same way, and he didn't take. I'm good. Anything I'm Anything that you okay? Making sure. You hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. So that's the thing. It's like when you look at that. Uh, um, no, he doesn't deserve a title shot. Was his win impressive? Sure, he 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 showed a game plan, so I appreciate that. But here's the thing about Marvin Vittori, and I, and I really want to get your thoughts about this. He doesn't do anything exceptional. He's very good at everything, but he's not exceptional at anything. He ha- he he can't knock you out. His last six or seven wins have been decisions, so he can't finish you on the ground or on top. Can he really be the champion at 85? Not while not while all these beasts and monsters are up there because there's no way he would have done that to Darren Till. Darren Till is way too big of a guy and way too I don't want to say he super has good well. Takedown D. He has good takedown D, but he can't be taken down. But he's it's just not as easy as you can take down a Kevin Holland, who I still feel, and I said this last time, should be fighting at welterweight. I don't know what he's doing at 185. It just doesn't make sense to me when you're just not big enough for the weight class. He gets dominated by anybody that has any sense of a takedown. I might be go be able to go in there and take down Kevin Holland for crying out oh, loud. Absolutely. But yeah. once again, I still feel he can improve. But we're talking about Marvin Vittori here. I don't think Marvin Vittori can become a champion of that weight class. So many monsters up there. Your your Whitakers, your Cannoneers, your Adesanyas. Your, your no, no, absolutely yeah. not. Okay. I do not. You're just I, not good enough in one place for him to be able to dominate any one of these guys in a top five. And he hasn't absolutely. done it in the past, and I don't think he's going to do it in the future. 
Man, I, I really, this is one of those times that I wish I could argue with you about some shit. And I could be like, no, that ain't it. No, can't. I can't argue with you. Because at the end of the day, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think Marvin Vittori is very good. Um, I'm kind of, he's super cringe. That whole camp is cringe. Like, that whole camp down there at King's MMA be wild cringy. But, um... But he he's 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 down there, you know, super aggro with it, like screaming at the top of his lungs, all kinds of wild shit. That teeth he, thing he, and all that. <laughs> the teeth thing. He acts as if Adesanya didn't beat his ass already. Like it's crazy. He's he's a wild dude, but he's definitely a top six guy in that weight class, and I'm not taking that away from it at all. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I, and, I okay. would prefer seeing him fight Till next, though. Yes, but Till is going to be out for a while, for sure. A with that collar time. collarbone, he broke it. That is a hard injury, especially hard in this injury. sport. That gets tender really, really fast. But before before we go, I just want to give one big shout out to uh, Mackenzie Dern, man. Mackenzie Ooh. Dern needs to get some kind of All you know. I feel like she wasn't spoken about enough because Nina Antaroff was on a freaking tear, tear. before she she got pregnant. She beat Tatiana Su- uh, Suarez in my beat in my Tatiana opinion. Suarez up beat Claudia Gadela Gadela. How do we say her last name? And I think she had a really good victory before that. Yeah, and she yeah. was on a run. So for her to go in there and submit Nina Antaroff, who's not an easy person to finish in the first round. I mean, Nina Nunes, excuse me. Nina Nunes, Ooh. who trains with the GOAT. Put some respect on right? that. Who trains with the GOAT. For her to go in the first round and submit she her that She trains with the GOAT. She Ooh. does a little bit more than trains with the GOAT. Yeah, they do a lot of <laughs> GOAT things. But <laughs> just a, lot, a, lot, a lot of... <laughs> anyway, so... <Yeah. laughs> but I had to give a shout-out to Mackenzie Dern. That was a very impressive a victory. And it shows you how MMA math doesn't work because she's now ranked fifth. The girl who beat her last year, Amanda Hibas, is ranked 11. Marina Rodriguez is ranked like six, who beat Amanda Rebus, who Amanda Rebus, who beat Mackenzie Dern. So that's just a whole crazy kind of thing but you got going on there. I will say this, and, and maybe this is a hot take. Yo, Mackenzie Dern is legitimately a top 515 pounder in the world. She's legitimately a top five uh, strawweight. She is. I, I didn't think I. Honestly, after her Amanda Hebus loss, I was like, um, maybe this is know, not going to work out for her. She's not. It's She's putting it together very well. She didn't even start off with grappling. She was striking. She was standing and grappling. I mean, and striking. Good. Yeah. And here's the thing about her striking is that her ground game is so good. She is willing to stand there and exchange with anybody. Yep. And, and, and she throws bombs. Bombs. She does. She throws very very hard jason perillo i don't know what he's doing down there i mean over there what on the west side but he she's developing very fast she's man, developing I, I gotta, fast. I, we got we gotta get jason jason back on man because i gotta ask yeah. dude seriously what 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 are y'all drinking or smoking out here on the west coast <laughs> that got everybody out here just throwing hammers in that way because holy shit she was impressive i don't um, think are, i don't even think mckenzie has to train jujitsu in her camps she can just concentrate on striking wholeheartedly. And then Seriously. if they take her to the ground, she is so damn good there. It's like butter. <laughs> Dude, she's, she's, she's amazing. She really is. And I can't wait to see what happens next with her. Um, but last but certainly not least before we get out of here, Bellator also had a card. Yeah. And I just want to say this before we really get into Bellator. The move to Showtime was the best thing they could have done. For the sure. production value for them, bro, I am telling you. 
that it, it it's it's just as good if not better than the ufc's production value it's yeah. beautiful what they're doing with bringing some of the boxers in as well and, and making them on back and forth on the broadcast. He had Boots Enos, who had an amazing win versus Sergey, Sergey Lipinus this past weekend. He was on the broadcast and vice versa for his. Ryan Bader was on that one. I mean, they're doing some good stuff. I'm really happy to see what's happening with Bellator and Showtime. Um, Very cool crossover. Main event, nine years in the making, Ryan Bader, Leota Machida. Really, the only fight on the card worth talking about, to be honest with you. The only yeah, reason it's worth talking about because that's the first fight of the light heavyweight tournament. Yep. That's the reason we talk about it. So, Ryan Bader dominates, moves on. Little Machida, 73 years old. Shit happens, we get it. <laughs> Guy who used to be so hard to take down, getting taken down easy like that. That shows you father time is real, people. It is Undefeated. real. But before I talk about, I, I comment on that, I want to say something about the yes. production really fast. Please. They've got to get a color commentator in there. They need a color commentator. I cannot do the Josh Thompson and Big John. It just doesn't work. Somebody's got to be putting that together or have one of the, your more charismatic fighters on that broadcast yeah. because they definitely need that, and it gets a little stale. Like I, it, I, it feels I like, like baseball work. too much. Yeah, it feels like baseball. It's overly yeah. professional. You see the yeah. UFC has fighters there, and they have these guys with amazing personalities. Your Cormier's, your, your John Annex, you know, your, your – Dominic Cruz, like those guys are fun to watch and you want to hear what they have to say. I feel Absolutely. like the lineup Bellator's got going on right now, they gotta make some adjustments. But they have um, to they have to they have to hire brothers in combat. That's exactly they got, what they, they, that's what I was at the end of the day. Exactly what they that's what do. I was trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Bellator? You guys need some you need some people? You got two guys right here that will that will easily, easily make that broadcast the two take it to yeah. another level. Another hey, we out here like what's that uh fucking Dragon Ball shit? We Dra- <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, the um brother, what is it? The oh my god, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I, yeah, it's not coming I, to me. But I know what you're talking about. Smooth, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but no, production value is great. Yes, I thoroughly agree. They yeah. absolutely need to get somebody on there who speaks way better than they yeah. because it's just not fun. Monotone and they have all boring. this great shit. It's just not fun. Like, yeah. I don't care what y'all niggas got to talk about. Nice like, they're all just sitting here like suited and booted. And they're like right cross left. How about the stats back in 1996? <laughs> like this is boring ass shit. <laughs> when, when, they, when he was training with me back at AKA, I can tell that he, okay, all right. What, why are we talking about back in the day? We're, we're in the present now. Let's talk about what we see in the ring. And I know it's older guys because these guys have been yeah. doing it for a long time, but. Come on, man. You have your Adam Borks on this card, like who's very impressive. And I feel like they you look good. He's not getting enough, but I don't know. They just don't talk about him in the right way. Kat Zagano was on that card, which I feel like was a she wash. Dominated. wash. Well, it was, she dominated, but I feel like it was a wash fight. She's got a if she's not fighting Cyborg or one of these girls in that that one forty five pound division, that's not maybe the most deep division. But they get get Megan over there. Do that rematch. Why not? There's options. Really? Not? I'm here for that. Options. I would love to see that rematch happen again, which that was a very controversial uh, finish to the point where that was a rule change. If you get a toe in the eye, that is considered an eye poke now. That's from when Megan yep. fought uh, Kat Zingano. But I would love to see that rematch again. Good call. Actually, I think that would be amazing. I think that would be a great call. And at the end of the day, um, she's a free agent. So yeah. let's see. I mean, we all know what's going to happen. I mean, right now we have some great stuff coming up in MMA. Tonight we have one championships TNT. Their second card is on tonight at 10 p.m. 
um, Eastern Standard Time. You have uh, Bellator once again, I believe, on Friday. Yeah, or is Friday. it next week, Bellator? Friday, Bellator no, Friday. Back on got Friday. Nemcoff, I'll be on the media call tomorrow. Nemcoff versus Phil Davis and then uh, Actually, I'll Corbin be on the media Anderson. call tomorrow as well. Hey, I'll see you there. I'll see you there. Yeah, my don't ask me. Don't ask my question, man. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, Corey Anderson versus that newcomer as well. So we got yep. two fights from the light heavyweight uh, tournament for Bellator on Friday. So that's going to be good as well. And then Saturday nice. we got. What do we got on Saturday? We got Whitaker and, and Kevin Kelvin Gastelum. Something we've been no, waiting no, for. That, for that, a that, that's not the best fight of the weekend. The best fight of the weekend is. Ben Askren versus Jake Paul on Twitch or Twitter, I'm, whatever I'm a, the fuck that is called. Triller. Listen, I'm going to watch it. Also, gonna this weekend. It. I'm going to watch it. I am going to watch it. I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to watch it. Am I going to pay for it? No, but I'm definitely going to watch it. I'm going to make it somehow, some way. I'm going to find it and I'll watch it to see what uh, all this I will say stuff this. they've been talking Co main event is Regis Program. Who's on that car fighting Ivan Rechkatch? That okay. is an incredible fight. That is a real fight. And mm-hmm. it's going to be incredible to watch. If you do not know who Regis Progre is, people, look at me in my eyes. I'm telling you, Rigaru is that dude to watch. An amazing 140 pounder. Dude is an absolute savage. Um, you should definitely tune in, if anything, specifically for that fight, because he's going to go out there. And Ivan Rechkatch is somebody who can throw bombs, take some punishment. He's tough. He's gritty. He's going to get his ass whooped. Check okay. this fight out. All right. I'm definitely going to be watching that. And I'll watch the whole card. They, they put on a pretty good show last time. I'm actually excited to see that and see what else they can add from what they had before and to see what improvements they're going to make within that broadcast because Triller is the future of boxing. So The Triller is the future of boxing, 1,000%. <laughs> Well, all right, check it out. Um, with that, without further ado, look, that that's about the time we got today. We want to do a quick hitter for you guys, man. Um, my brother Darnell Giovanni of Mystic Black MMA, thank you so much. And brothers of combat, I'd be remiss to talk about that. Thank you, my brother, for joining on this on the show. Uh, let the people know where they can find you. At Mystic Black MMA, check me out on Instagram, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcast. I'm there. I'm everywhere, and I'm gonna be more in your face as time. Keep coming. Let's go. Let's and go. Course, thank you, Sergio, for having me on, man. I, I, I love you. You know, you know, I was ready. Always ready on that mission spaghetti. And there it is. Real quick, RIP <laughs> DMX, man. I had to Dude, say that. Dude, you took it out of you took the words <laughs> out of my mouth, man. Um, DMX, much love, much love to X. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that that was. I'm not gonna lie. That was that was a hard one for me. Yeah. That was definitely a hard one for me. I grew up with DMX. Um, DMX was. <laughs> He was the face of hip-hop, especially in the era after Tupac and Biggie. He was literally the one who who, who took hip-hop and continued moving it forward. Um, so t- two platinum albums in one year. The list goes, uh, multiple movies. Yep. The dude is an absolute savage and honestly one of the best human beings in the world. Yep. It's so sad to see what happened to him, um, but now we finally know um, he is finally in a better place. Salute to DMX. Much love, my brother, to him and the rest of the fam. Um, all right, without further ado, much love to y'all. We'll see you next time. My name is Serge Vicente of the Fight Podcast and Brothers of Combat. Right here next to me is Darnell Giovanni of Mystic Black MMA and Brothers of Combat. Love you guys. See you next time. Deuces! Deuces!